Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition to my podcast, Just My Thoughts. And as you can see, I have a special guest on today, and um, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. And so please let the world know who you are and what is it that you do. Oh, man, I don't know if we have enough time for all of that, man. <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all? My name is Zav Hanfield, originally from the United States of Miami, the greatest place on earth, and that's, that's not debatable. Um, currently living in Houston, Texas. I'm an entrepreneur, excuse me, I'm a blogger. I am a motivational speaker. I am a mentor. I am the plant-based brother. Um, I'm a world traveler. I mean, I kind of like do it all, just saying. Okay, and, and you're predominantly black as well. Right, definitely phenomenally black, <laughs> definitely, absolutely. Man, listen here, man. I, I'm I'm just want to say thank you so much for being on today's uh, podcast, bro. And um, I have to say, we've connected a few times, and the times yes, that we've connected, man, it's just been it's been all love. The yeah, you know, love, just, light for sure, man. And always connected over food. That's you know, crazy. I think what people don't know that the times <laughs> is always either going to a food uh, festival, yes, eating yes, a food truck, and so I just want. You know, for the people who are watching and who are listening, um, you know, you kind of explained, you know, what your line of work is. But uh, tell us a little bit about your story, man. You know, I know that you're an HBCU grad and you, you wear it proudly and, and, you know, you declare it proudly. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit more in depth about, you know, what it is you do. Yeah, yeah. What I do, who I am, for sure. So, um, you know, I, I was joking a little bit earlier, but I'm incredibly proud to be a a native South Floridian, um, you know, I, I'm an HBCU grad. I went to Bethune-Cookman University. It's a small, private, historically black college um, in Daytona Beach, Florida, third generation Wildcats. So my grandfather, who integrated the education sector um, in Miami, he was a 1958 graduate. So me going there, I literally only applied to one school because I wanted to go to my family school, I wanted to be in the band, and I wanted to be an H at an HBCU that wasn't too far from home, but it wasn't too close either. And um, so yeah, I went to Bethune-Cookman and, you know, I am really, really passionate about food and, and helping individuals. Um, funny enough, I was telling... I was telling a friend yesterday, you know, like, yo, how did you learn how to cook, you know, so well, or, you know, you know how to make this, that, and the third. And, you know, the dudes, the the men in my life um, were the ones that actually cooked. Like, my, I, I grew up with my grandparents in a very, a very strong village. My granddaddy, he cooks all the family meals, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like, my granddaddy was the one to cook everything. My grandmother more so did the pies and and the cakes and things of that sort. But my granddaddy was always the one in the kitchen. So me being a black man, me being a man, period, in the kitchen was just second nature. Um, okay. So yeah, man, I, when I- hear when that, I ladies? Y'all hear that? You know what hey, I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, us, us, us fellas, we got to learn our, know our way around <laughs> the kitchen as well. You yes, feel sir. me? Um, but I graduated from, graduated from college and during the recession in 2009, I went straight to graduate school and, you know, I thought I was going to be in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. um, I got my master's from Pulse University in Orlando, Florida. Um, 
my master's in entertainment business. So I wanted to be an A&R. So if you don't know what an A&R is, those are the people who, before they become Meg the Stallion or Justin Bieber or whomever there, they work with you on the grassroots level. So I need to get your, we need to get your sounds, your image, just all those things constructed. So I love that grassroots part of working with artists and whatnot. And um, I graduated in, in like 13 months. It was an accelerated program. And then I moved back home to Miami. I didn't want to move back home, but unfortunately I didn't have a job and I couldn't pay my bills. So my mom was like, it was like December 1st. It's like, yeah, you got to go. Yeah, we got to go be out by today. And um, I was like, man, I don't want to be here. Uh, I don't want to be back home. But it was like, in retrospect, that was the, some of the best times of my life. I really fell in love with Miami. I got closer to God. Um, like I rededicated my life, my heart to him at that time. So it was just a really, really good time. Um, but, you know, I just, I, I'm just so grateful that I had that opportunity to like spend with my family. Again, I'm still watching my my grandfather and my mom and just everyone cooking. I'm just trying to figure out life. So I went into the education sector and um, I was an interventionist in one of the inner city schools in Miami. Okay. And I did that for two years. And then I turned 25 and I felt like that rat going around the wheel. I was like, man, there has to be more to life. Like there, there, there has to be more to life than this. Um, but I remember when I was in graduate school, they, they were saying that Texas was the place to be for young professionals. They're like, yo, in the next 10 years, you're going to want to go to Texas because it's booming. And um, I, that was just always in the back of my head. So I turned 25 and uh, well, I was 24 turning 25. I was like, God, I, I need to get out of Miami. You know, I want to be the first in my family to move out of state. You know, mm -hmm. I want to just, I, I felt like there was so much more for my life. Um, I got rejected from a PhD program in Washington, D.C. at Howard, you know, another HBCU. Um, but God, but God, and, and low, I mean, let me tell you, man, like, I am so grateful I didn't get into that program. You, you know, my personality, I'm an extrovert. Like yep, yep, I, yep. I, I, need, I love people. I love networking and hobnobbing. So honestly, I wanted to go to Howard because you know, it's the Mecca. It is black excellence. It was a place that you can, DC is a place where you can thrive as a young black person. So that's why I wanted to go. I didn't want to. And you can actually just, scream out H U. You right. You know. You know. <laughs> I actually wanted to go to Howard just to just to be able to just to say that. that. Right. Right. Yo. So God clearly shut that door. I got that nice that nice um, rejection letter. However, six months later, I moved to Houston. It was the greatest thing. But man, I didn't want to go to school to to study. Yeah. I don't like writing papers. I just wanted to go to network and and just network my butt off. Yeah. Um, but then the Holy Spirit told me a little bit later he was like yo man you do not need to have a phd to make a difference mm -hmm. and that's all i needed i was like i got my master's degree i'm in enough debt so um yeah i don't need a phd and uh yeah man and i moved to houston six months later and i've been here for almost eight years it's been a great one of the greatest moves of my life that's so if like you're listening to this and you're thinking about moving move just do it yeah yeah no listen i, I agree uh, you know there's so many things as he was actually sharing your story. I'm like, man, I graduated from Evans High School. You know, we used to go to a classic weekend, FAMU, you know what I'm saying, in the band. You know, so either you, <laughs> Bethune Cookman or you FAMU. Uh, fam, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so the band, everything. Wait, wait, which about, one were you though? Which one were you, man? The majority <clears throat> of people I knew rock with Dang. FAMU, man. You okay. know, like they clown Bethune Cookman. And it seemed Dang. like FAMU always got y'all, uh, when it came to the band, you know saying, Oh man! And uh, uh, battles, you know what I'm saying. I have no really no strong opinion. I just love the 
the the environment and just right. you know what I'm saying just coming yeah. in and everybody went to classics and just loved everybody it. yeah 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 seeing the big cars and the rims and, <laughs> you know I, I loved it all man um but it's awesome to hear that you know you never you stayed true to your to your roots and to your culture that you can still be educated and at the same time you know uh, put God into uh, your everyday, you know, right. decision making, man. And now you're in H town, you know, as, as they say. And um, I agree, man, the last yeah. 10 years I've, you know, I lived in Orlando majority of my life. And the last 10 years I bounced from state to state. Yeah. And it's probably been the best experience in my life, you know, yeah. uh, removing yourself from that, from the setting that you get so comfortable in and challenging so yourself to get into yeah. a place where, you know, at the end of the day, like, New city, new chapter, new mm-hmm. opportunities, new, ju- mm-hmm. new journeys. And so I, I love the fact that you emphasize that and uh, that the decision you made for moving from, uh, from Miami yeah. down to Houston, how it's impacted your life. Now, now, one of the things that, you know, when we connected, you know, uh, people don't exchange numbers no more. They say, yo, what's your Instagram tag? Cat, right? no, what's, IG. Your what's your IG? And, uh, and so after we first connected, man, you know, we, I started following you on Instagram and I realized, oh, this is a, He's not just a regular dude. He's a social media influencer, like, man. A regular, smegular, regular dude. Yeah, nah, yeah. And nah. I could have seen your name, and I was like, oh, he goes by the plant-based brother. So uh, <laughs> what, what caused you to, you know, choose that name and use that as the, you know, as your platform to be the social media influencer that you have been building up yourself to be? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's such a great question. Um, So how I came across the name is, is quite funny. I was... I knew I wanted to do something in like that world because um, being plant-based and, and not meeting eat, that's what people kind of like ascribed me to. Um, in college, I was pescatarian. So they always knew, okay, you know, we got to have fish for Zav. And, and that was cool with me. Um, so I've always been like plant-based and didn't eat chicken or beef or shellfish or pork or anything like that. However, when, um, when what the health came out, Wow. That is when people just like started blowing me up, like, yo, man, you know, because they knew, like, oh, Zob doesn't eat meat. So let me reach out to him. Like, I saw this documentary. It changed my life. It changed my perspective. I am wanting to incorporate more plant based options. So when so many people started hitting me up, I was like, I need to just create an Instagram page. Um, and that's what I did, you know. And I, I was playing with a couple names. I, one of the names is like um, Chunky Black Vegan or something. something. <laughs> It was crazy. It was crazy. But I, but I always like, you know, you I always said, you know, I'm not like no stick figure guy. You know, people right. think like, oh, you you don't eat meat, you know, you're a vegetarian or what have you. Um, that means that you're like this scrawny looking dude, like, oh, you don't look like you're vegetarian or vegan and whatnot. So I was playing around with that name. I wanted something to do with like who I am and you know, I wanted to incorporate black. And then I was looking on Instagram at different names and I came up with the plant-based brother. Like God gave me the plant-based brother. I was mm. like, wait, I'm plant-based. I'm a brother. Let's get it. <laughs> and, those uh, two things together? Those things together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I just started literally doing my research and I started just making sure I was posting content that people wanted. And it, it didn't happen overnight. Like I'm almost to 7,000 followers. I'm trying to get to maybe 10K by the end of the year. All so right. Gotta, hey, so if you're watching and listening... Go yeah. follow Plant Based Brother on Instagram. Yeah. Let's get him to 10K. And you can follow me as well. I'm trying to get at least a 5K, you know, yes. by the end of uh, this year as well. So follow me, Low Rich. Let's get it. Let's get it. That, that, 
that consistent content, yo, follow me, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, man, I being a social media influencer, I didn't even realize I was a social media influencer until people started just like sliding in the DMs, like, yo, man, what do you think about this? Um, because I wanted to position myself as an expert. It's like, yo, I've legit, you know, been in the game for a long time. Like, I know what it was like to not have any vegan cheese or just go to a restaurant and only eat french fries Listen. so like, i've been in the game for a while when well, we had to get this powdered soy milk see people don't right. know the people powdered know. soy milk bro people do that I, I was like man let me just uh, i'll do no milk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that soy milk yeah now they got almond milk oat milk people spoil man yeah yeah we're in the trenches I'll admit I'm not a plant-based brother, though I try to incorporate as much plants in my diet. I am a vegetarian. I do eat, you know, because in my line of work, I do a lot of traveling and yeah. you know, I can't be as strict as I would like to be. Um, but at home, I try to be as plant-based as I can. But we were vegetarians, you know, before. Before the before became, became like cool. a fad and became yeah, cool. Yeah, right. like, oh, right. I'm a vegan. Like, oh, we're like, it's a cool thing now. Before it's like, you're what? Like, so you don't eat food? Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got this wham sandwich, you can eat this, you know. <laughs> Ready burger, can't meet yeah. it, man. I had, man. But I, I love to hear the fact that, you know, you kind of took this name, you build your brand with it, people are asking you questions, and now you yeah. became almost a voice and the expertise in, you know, saying in this field. Facts. And uh, I love to see how you're branding it, which, which I'm going to have to ask you this, man, because we've had these conversations before we've, you know, talked about it by curiously, whether it be social media posts, you know, the, the threat in the black community, you know, we've had, you know, as uh, proponents of uh, blackness, right. We support these movements and understand the principle of like black lives matter and, and, and things right. of that nature. But, but in your opinion, man, especially in your line of work, um, what do you think is the biggest threat in the black community concerning health specifically? Ooh, I feel like that's such a, uh, I mean, oh, let me count the ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest threat, um, honestly, I say the biggest threat is, is, it's not education, it's not knowledge, because the knowledge is out there. But I think the biggest threat is having an open and willing heart. Because mm -hmm. if you heard how many times someone has said to me, well, you know, my grandfather or, you know, this person lives to be 90 years old and they ate pork chops every Sunday or mm. whatever case it be. I, I hear that all the time. And it's just like, yeah, that's your grandfather. And yeah, he grew up in the early 1900s. The times are different now. What we're eating is different. Um, so I think just having that open heart and, and I think the biggest threat, you know, the, the second part to that is um, being willing to change and being willing to explore like this plant-based diet and, and better health before you actually get sick. Can we, can right. we just, can we just keep it real? Like, you right. know, why do we have to wait till we, there's a cancer diagnosis or, you know, that there is a, you know, high blood pressure diagnosis or whatever the case may be to yep. change. It's like, nah, you, you clown on people who eat salads until like you have to eat salads in order to, to live do. and yeah. thrive and be there for your children and grandchildren. So let's try to prevent it instead of right. reacting. Let's be proactive on it. Let's even make it practical to, for right now. You know, we're, we can't do this interview face to face. You're supposed to actually right. be in Orlando. Be in Orlando right now. Week, yeah. But because of the coronavirus epidemic, you know what I'm saying? We got to exactly. do this thing live stream, um, uh, or, you know, via the computer. But what is interesting, the one thing that they constantly tell people, wash your hands, you know, proper hygiene, wash your hands, right. make sure right. that your immune system is boosted. And you mm -hmm. go to the grocery store, what you see, bro, people buying meat, 
buying Meat, cheese, cheese, buying, you know, everything under the sun, but yet the supplements, the vegetables are there. The Man, things that can actually help you get better, facts. people aren't buying it. And it's like, this is the actual reason why America seems to overreact and don't know how to um, take care of themselves in times like these, because mm-hmm. we're just not educated and saying, okay, what kind of, bro, I've been juicing the last two weeks. You know, I've been intentional going outside, getting fresh air, fresh air yeah. getting a little exercise, things that mm-hmm. is like, you know what, if this thing does get at me, like I want to be able to fight it off the best way possible. And yes, it's like people within our community and even America as a whole, you know, ah, you know, they just kind of blow it off and yeah. Yeah. Continue doing what they're doing. Yeah, you're right, man. I, I literally like less than an hour ago, I was at the grocery store and I was just so grateful that that area was like replenished and, you know, mm-hmm. it had lemons and fruits galore and even like the little vegan aisle with the tofu and the vegan cheese, like this, the right side of the store, you know, on the outskirts, of course, um, that that stuff was was all there. And I was so grateful. But you know, I literally posted uh, or sent my friend a, a video and I was like, all the meat are gone. They had like a couple things of salmon and stuff like that. And I was like, man, the people only knew like we yeah. in, in this time and boosting our immune system, eating like these green leafy vegetables and, and getting adequate rest and, you know, getting exercise, you know, or, or not even exercise per se, because that word can be daunting depending on like who you are and your experiences, but just getting outside and just moving. Yeah, like these things, you do those things, man, you're good. It leads me to the next question. What is a negative stigma, right? Like we saw the biggest, you know, reason why people aren't adopted. So what is the biggest negative stigma do you believe in your experience that causes people to say, nah, I'm good on that plant stuff, bro. Just give me my, you know, fried ch- pork chops and you know, <laughs> <laughs> chitlins and we're good. Chitlins and all that <laughs> stuff that Lord knows, you know, if the slaves didn't have to eat that, they would not have been eating it. Facts. But um Man, I think the biggest negative stigma, I, I think it's twofold. One could be people, you know, certain people like shunning individuals. You know, that's why I always tell people like, yo, man, you you know, especially if I don't know you, or even if I do know you, eat what you want to eat. You know, I'm not going to judge you looking at your plate. Like if you're my friend and we have a rapport and a close relationship, I'm going to clown you like, you know, you should not be eating you know, fried <laughs> crawfish or whatever the case may be. Right, right. You know, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. So just, you know, people might see the way that you're living and be like, okay, well, well, why don't you do that? So I think the biggest negative thing, um, again, twofold, it's people. And then the second thing is um, just being afraid. It's a fear of the unknown. I think that is like, what if I actually go plant-based and I actually like it? Mm. You know, what would people think? You right. know, I hear all the time, Thanksgiving is huge for me. Christmas is huge for me. And I can't go around my... Puerto Rican family. I can't go around my Nigerian family. I can't go around my Mexican family and say, I'm not, what? They'll look at me like I'm crazy. So it's like, it's people, but it's also that fear of the unknown. What if I like it? What if I um, can't afford it? You know, people have all these misconceptions that it's super expensive and it is expensive if you get fake this and fake that. But if you get whole food, plant-based stuff, I'm talking about oats and quinoa and, and, you know, fruit and nuts and, you know, stuff like that is not expensive. So for somebody who may be that in that situation, then, right. Who is like, Hey, bro, like everything's given. And as, at least I, you know, I grew up in a Puerto Rican uh, environment and culture. My mom was Puerto Rican and we didn't really celebrate Thanksgiving and, 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 uh, and Christmas like that. But I sure yeah. went to all of my friends 
festivities and it goes from Thanksgiving to the 10th of January, right? Like we're eating. What are some practical steps that you can give somebody who said, Hey, I'm listening to what you're saying. I've been debating about adopting this plant-based diet, but yo, I'm really am afraid of the backlash that my parents is going to give me or my family. So what are some practical steps that someone can take to adopt a plant-based diet and even transition in, and teaching others and educating family relatives during Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. And, you know, so what are some practical steps, you know, that you would give or suggest? Um, For sure. Um, first thing I would say is um, find some recipes that you actually like. So for example, if you are someone that does not like curry, like, you know, the say chickpea curry or China, if you're from the islands or whatever the case may be, if you're someone that doesn't like that, don't eat that. Find some recipes that you don't like because eating plant-based should not be a death sentence or it should be like the worst thing ever in life. Like, no, it's, it's, it's better for me. And we have to change our perspective. So the first thing I would say is start trying out different meals that you like. The second thing I would say is um, make sure that you are using the free resources that are Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. There is someone that has done what it is that you're trying to do, that has wrote a blog, that's done a video, myself, and that's on Instagrams, you know, talking their life away, like myself, you know, find someone that is on one of those social media channels and just see like, wait, wait, who, who do I vibe with the most? Or whose message do I resonate with the most? Or what recipe are they making that I like? And then I think the third thing is when you get comfortable, um, when you get comfortable, before like the big holidays, I always, tell people to perfect a dish or a meal if you can cook. If you're not a cook, if you're not someone that um, knows how to navigate around the kitchen, <laughs> then I wouldn't suggest this. But if you, could, if you could do a little something, something, I would say cook a recipe. I'm talking about maybe a stir fry with some vegan chicken and give it to like your mom or your uncles or mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying trick them, but kind of um, <clears throat> trick don't them. Don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, just, right. Just don't say anything. And, um, and just see what they say and be like, oh, hey, mom, this is plant-based. And this is, this is the, the diet that I've adapted and the lifestyle that I've adapted. So um, those are the first three things that come to my mind. Just making sure that you are finding someone that you resonate with on social media. Make sure you, if you can, cook, cook something for someone. And then buy stuff that you like, man. Buy stuff that you like and that are good. Like being plant-based is not a death sentence. But also be okay with trying different things. Like I know friends, I have a friend, and because her mom didn't eat veggies, she didn't grow up eating veggies. So, I mean, she just started eating salad when she was like, her mom just started eating salads when she was like in her 40s. And I was just like, oh, so y'all were one of those um, black people that thought that corn was a vegetable. (laughs) Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> oh, and she was just like, yeah, bro, like yeah, we were. Yeah. But so you just have to be exposed to different things. So mm-hmm. be okay with trying stuff that you've never tried before, like eggplant or maybe like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, I, don't, I posted this on Instagram earlier this week. Brussels sprouts get a bad rap, but let me yeah. put some seasoning in it, yeah. put it, throw it in my air fryer. Man, you'll be like licking your fingers. Yeah, so. no, listen, I've had some bomb, I forgot the name of the restaurant, but we was actually in D.C., the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had, bro, sauteed. It had this sweet vinegar. I, I don't know yeah. what it was, but it yeah. was it was hitting. Wouldn't be paying nine dollars a do- you know a pot for it, but it was yeah. it was good. And you know, I, I did notice that you have carved a niche now in this field where people are not really fully educated. And you're like, all right, bet like 
I'll take you. I'll show you what to buy, how yes. it can be, you know, show me your budget. We can work yes. with your budget and incorporated mm -hmm. it. And, and so tell me a little bit about, you know, how that has, you know, you're seeing that people are wanting to know and you kind of carved that into, you know, a side hustle or a business, you know, however you want to work. Yeah, it. no, for sure. And I think, you know, we as entrepreneurs, you know, you read all these books and you are on these webinars and you just, you're bombarded by information. And a, a big thing that they always kind of point out is make sure you know your target market and your niche. And right. I did not know my niche at all. Like I was like, oh yeah, anybody, if you want to be plant-based, yeah, yeah, you, you're my, but it's like, nah, you're really not. So funny enough, just this past summer, when I started doing meal prep for clients, I was like, oh, I looked at my Instagram analytics and my Facebook analytics and my direct messages. And I was like, okay, who is my direct target market? And uh, my target market are women, right? Because, you know, dudes, you know us dudes, are Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You're not I'm gonna, you can't. I'm smart. You don't get to right. tell. I'm good, right? I ain't going to play base. I, I like my chicken or whatnot. Yeah, right. So most of my, my niche were women of color between the ages of 18 and like 40 and whatnot. Mm. So I was just like, you know what? That's who I am going to market to. And individuals were professional women. And um, I was like, okay. So my meal prep is for... And this is how my attack, I attacked it. My meal prep were for professional women that do not have time or do not know how to cook plant-based. That's it. And, 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 that, and, and that lane opened up so, God, thank you for revealing that to me. I was going back and forth between like who my clients are. But yeah, so I always wanted to be someone that helped individuals transition and it was judgment-free and just like, hey, y'all homeboy from around the way, but you just hire me to yeah, you know, yeah, help you yeah. out. So, you know, some of the services that I provide are meal prepping, also doing grocery store tours. So a lot of people don't know how to navigate the grocery store. If you just saw what, what the health or forks overnight last night and you want to go cold turkey, but yet you go into the Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, you have like anxiety because you don't even know where to start. But me, I've been doing this for a million years. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. I get this, get that, so on and so forth. So I'm a natural born, I told you my granddaddy, he was an educator. So I'm a natural educator, like it's innate within me. So I'm always teaching individuals. Right. So I take people on grocery store tours and I, I do cooking demonstrations. I'm gonna do a live cooking demonstration um, tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that since we're all pretty much quarantined. So y'all yeah, yeah. Um, ain't doing that anyway. Y'all might as well just tune in. Y'all gonna sit here and watch me cook. You must Facts. be upset. Yeah, so doing that tomorrow and um, yeah, just consult. I'm a motivational speaker. So I do consulting and coaching and just helping individuals get over like the limiting beliefs and whatnot because, and, and it's authentic and it's real and it's relevant because like I too have had limiting beliefs last year was like probably one of the hardest years of my life. Not yeah. even going to lie. Like I gained like 30 pounds and like, so I too am like with you on this journey. Right, I'm right. working and like I'm navigating like, how to lose this gut so I could be summertime fine. You feel me? <laughs> um, just, just all of that. So, right, right. you know, I, I try to be super authentic with my, with my people and just let them know like, yo man, like I'm here in the trenches with you. Like, let me help you go plant-based. Um, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I so, think people appreciate that, that authenticity and that, you know, that just being honest transparency, you know what I'm saying? That people, I, I'll be honest, like I follow you and, and you'll be posting stuff up and I'll, you know, I think you went on a trip at Aldi's and I just recently went to Aldi's a few days ago. Uh -huh. And of course, the vegetarian section, 
on deck, you know, so I bought, I, I legit had you in mind. I was like, <laughs> oh, they got this, uh, you know, yeah. based burger over here. I'm about to chop yeah. this, me some vegetables. And, and mm-hmm. so I had a big cart of, of food. He was like, oh, if that's all you have, bro, you know, you can go ahead. I was like, I appreciate that. And the cashier was like, let me get my vegetarian friend over here. He's like, man, people don't understand this chicken, people right? People sleep. Like, they sleep. Yeah, yeah. He was like, my roommate, he was like, are you going to cook that with? He's like the same when you cook your chicken, bro. Like you cook chicken with seasonings. Same. So it's all about seasonings. He's like, and I see you got this, that. So, you know, I got my little adobo. I got my garlic powder, my onion yes, powder, you know, the staples. And you know what I'm saying? You just create, man. And so mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate, you know, what you bring to the table. Because whether you believe it or not, man, those little posts, I'm like, dang, he made that, you know, he made that look real. It's very basic, but it looks mad delicious. And I love <laughs> other people to be like, yo, try this. And in my mind, I'm like, they ain't going to like that. It looks too plant-based, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that that plate empty. You know what I'm saying? They're empty, like, bro. bro empty. That was delicious, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, So I appreciate that a lot, man. I think whether people appreciate it or not, or don't realize it or not, it's a need, bro. And people want, you know, it's, it's simple to go on YouTube and watch, but when you got the hands-on-hands training and you have yeah. somebody who's really like, yo, I know where you've been at before. You know what I'm saying? I'm there. I'm Let's work on this together, man. Let's do it, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that people will appreciate, you know, once they get to know what you're doing. Which, which leads me to ask, man, you know, what are some projects that you're currently working on? And, and you just offered this service, and I know we kind of quarantined and we can't leave out, but what, what are some of the projects you're working on? How can people get access to you? Because uh, uh, we talked about this, trying to bring you to Orlando and do a, uh, a cooking class. And, yeah. you know, and it just hasn't worked out as of yet. Right. But, um, but I see that people love this. And, you know, so how can people get a hold of you? What are some projects you're working on? Uh, share a little bit. Absolutely. About yeah, I am not hard to find. I'm on Instagram, the plant-based brother with an A. I'm on Facebook, just plant-based brother on YouTube. Um, I need to upload some more videos, no judgment. Um, it's just plant-based brother. Subscribe and, and follow and like and, and, and all that fun stuff. But some projects that I'm working on, I'm really excited about. So I work with kids. I'm, I'm an educator. I'm in the education sector. And I'm realizing that these kids, and you know how kids eat. They love their Takis and their hot fries and whatnot. So something that, I mean, didn't come from me, obviously, you know, that God has given me is I need to start doing maybe like cooking classes for, for children and for kids. Mm. Because if you start a little bit earlier with the exposure, bro, I always say what separates the haves and the have nots is opportunity and exposure. It just mm. gives someone an opportunity, but yet expose them to the things that are more and greater in this life. Man, you, those kids will be good. So exposing, you know, like my, my inner city boys to you know, Brussels sprouts or, you know, I really want to do that. So working on um, <laughs> the third time you mentioned Brussels sprouts, get some, some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I need to make some tonight because I keep talking about them. Uh, so I want to do more cooking classes. Definitely want to release an updated ebook because, mm. you know, I, ha- I have one that I launched last year and it was, it was for my birthday and I just kind of wanted to play around with it, but now I want to definitely do an ebook because everything's digital. Everybody's on their phone. So if you have like different recipes on your phone, for the busy professional, you're, yeah, you're yeah. busy, I'm busy, we're all busy, yeah. but something that you don't have to think about, I want to do that. And then what else am I working on? I feel like I have a couple other things. Oh, so I, I told y'all that I'm slacking on my YouTube channel and um, I have this idea to just create more content over food. And that's all I can say. I can't give away okay, too much, okay. but it's, it's content over food with movers and shakers and influencers and people that are people that 
they they do kind of like their their walks of life you know they may be influencer themselves but in another light and whatnot but we're having conversations over right. plant-based food so if you're listening uh, and watching this just make sure you got to follow him so you know what so you already know yeah yeah so once it drops you won't be yeah. you know won't come to you as a surprise listen you you said you work in the educational field we're about to wrap this up here in a bit but but um you work in the edu- edu- educational field more specifically with young adults that's my line of work, you know, I work as a substitute teacher, PE coach. I travel, mm-hmm. I speak to youth on a, uh, um, on a regular basis, man. And, and as you mentioned, you can teach them now and influence them now to make the right yeah. decisions. By the yeah. time they get to 25 years old, bro, the it's culture so is just going to be, right. you know, people are going to be much more open-minded mm-hmm. to adopting this lifestyle, which leads me, what would be your advice to young people who have a passion for food, to be a social media influencer like yourself, um, et cetera? And, and what advice would you give them in saying, hey, I got these talents, how do I utilize it? How do I use my passion for food? Or I want to be a social media influencer like yourself. What word of advice would you give those young people? Or just oh, people man. as a whole? I, I, I always like number three, so I just got to drop three off top. All right. So the first one is get a mentor. It does not have to be a mentor that is a social media influencer, but if they are a social media influencer, that that'll be best. Mm. So get a mentor. A mentor just gives you free game. It's I have tons of mentors, whether they're virtual mentors that don't know that I exist, but I'm like, yo, you're my mentor. I really like who you are and what you do. Yeah. So get a mentor. Um, and number two, please, please, please do not let fear or limiting beliefs um, cripple you like it's crippled me. I would have done plant based brother years ago. Um, but it's just, I had these limiting beliefs and wait, am I good enough? And I don't have a microphone and I don't have this. I don't have that. It's just like, just start. You got your Android, you got your iPhone, just start. Um, so that's the second thing. And the third thing, if you're like a young person that, um, that just wants to just do it, I would say, do your due diligence and do your research. You can get that free game for your mentor, but mentors also want to see that you've done your part. You've done your due diligence. So do your research so that you can there become an expert. And if you can get certified, I recently got certified last summer in plant-based, certified in plant-based nutrition. And I didn't have to do that, right? I've been plant-based since 2000. However, I do know that for mastery purposes and, you know, I I can kind of flex my muscles and say like, yeah, I'm certified in plant-based nutrition. You know, this is why I charge $5,000. Oh, you got that certification? Oh, you educated, educated. Okay. Yeah, that's going to cost you $5,000. Oh, well, then, yeah, you're an expertise. And and it's funny you say that, man, because in my line of work, as you know, I I preach and I do a lot of these things and they say, oh, okay, so what's your qualifications? Like my experience, bro, like, nah, so I had to go get my degree. You know what I'm saying? I had to go do, you know, a couple of series here and there and Mm -hmm, and get mm -hmm. myself certified. And then when I charge the amount of money that I charge, yeah, like, oh, we we understand why you charge that. Exactly. So that's your word. Yeah. If you if you if you listen to this, know your worth, know your value, know that it is precious, know its value, know that know that people are always going to try to determine their value for you. And if like their budget doesn't permit, I'm like I'm super flexible. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't know if I'll ever not be flexible. Um, <laughs> because you know, I like I like the bag just as much as the next man likes the bag. Yep. Um, but definitely know your worth. So that that's the the free game that I would give to a young person or even a, a young at heart person that's listening and that you know, maybe you're 45 years old and you always wanted to be a beauty blogger or you always wanted to um show people how to garden. Like, yo, there's a niche for that. There's someone somewhere 
waiting on you and looking for someone that does what it is that you do. They just don't know you exist. Yep. So let them know that you exist. Put yourself out there. Even to go in a step further, man, they may be, oh, well, the market is so saturated. Everybody's on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, but you may be giving the same message as the other person, but you may be able to connect with someone that that exactly. person can't connect with. This exactly. is why it's so important that everyone steps out and not allow fear to hinder them from Crippling. going out. Yep. And, and especially now, bro, like, if one thing we realized with this whole coronavirus epidemic, yeah. bro, it's like people got to get real creative real quick. Mm -hmm. and, and, and whatever has been holding you back from doing it, yeah. People, listen, I've been, I, I'm not a TikTok follower by any stretch of the <laughs> I spent about 20 minutes on TikTok and new accounts are opening up every day. And, and it's funny because everyone's mm -hmm. doing the same thing. It's a copycat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just saying, uh, right. you know, I, I, exactly. I, yeah, but I was like, but if you, Carve your niche, as you said, you know, uh, yeah. be different and people are going to notice Facts. you, man. And, and it's going to no better time than do it right mm -hmm. now. Listen, we're going to wrap up. Uh, this interview has been going very well, man. We could talk for we hours. All night, for uh, sure. But um, I want you to, if you had one message, man, to the listeners, what would it be? What would be your tag phrase that if, God forbid, somebody walked through your tombstone and they saw your phrase to live by, what would that phrase be? Aspire to inspire before I expired. Come on. My, just, I need to. Oh, that's, man. Yeah. That's just. Well, say say I'm, that I'm again a, to the listeners. Say that again. One more yo, time. Yo, I got to do it one more time. Or it would read that I aspired to inspire every single day, every single person I met, just being that light to them before I expired. So before I leave this earth, I'm, I want to I have this little bracelet, this little gold bracelet thing that I wear from time to time. And it says die empty. And what that means is just like, yo, we got so many. I was one that just, I was always told, you got to stay in this box. Like, oh, you, you can only do, you know, one job. And it's just like, as I got older and as I got more creative, even more creative, I was like, yo, I don't have to stay in this box. I only do one thing, only be plant-based brother. Like, no, I can do plant-based brother. I can be a speaker. I can um, preach. I can teach. I can mentor. I can do all these things mm -hmm. and not be in the box that you think that I should stay in. Right. Um, so I'm just trying to in inspire and um, encourage individuals to be great and be like Jesus and all that good stuff. So, Man, listen, guys, if there's anything that you heard today, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Aspire to inspire before you expire. I love that, man. Thank you. you. Um, hopefully, you guys, as you guys are listening or watching, hopefully you guys have been blessed by this uh, special podcast again. Zay, thank you so much for your time, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure to follow him, The Plant Based Brother, on Instagram. Check him out on the new, you know, new endeavors, new projects. New endeavors, yeah. Out. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you lock in. Also follow me, LowRich84. I'm working on some things on the side. This podcast is one of the things that I realized, you know what? There's a message that needs to be relayed to the world. And why not? Let's just connect. Let's do this thing. And, and let's mm -hmm. get this message and, and, and tell people, like, listen, man, you can do it. You have a microphone. You have headphones. You got a computer. You got a yep. Just go out and do it. Do guys. it. Um, so again, it's your host, Loami Richardson. Thank you for tuning in to Just My Thoughts, messages that are real, relevant, and raw. Until next time, God bless y'all. Peace. Peace.